This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Over on the digital side of things, AMI introduced AMI Plus earlier this fall. The website allows you to stream AMI original content for free, amiplus.ca. That's where you go. Greg David is a communication specialist with AMI and has a few more details to offer up for you. Hey, good morning, Greg. Good morning, Dave. So, Greg, I've been promoting AMI Plus uh, quite a bit here on the show. In fact, right now, there might be folks listening to the show yes. on AMI Plus in a beautiful audio format. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. It's been a few months. What's the reception been like? How are people uh, responding to AMI Plus? The, the reception has been great. I mean, obviously, when you launch something like this out of the gate, there's a few tweaks. So we've gotten some feedback about that from uh, some of our viewers. Thank you very much. But overall, we're really, really pleased with the with the rollout. And so now it's just all about spreading the word like you've been doing already. And the folks at Kelly and Ramya, it's about spreading the word and letting them know, everyone know about AMI Plus and, and that they should be visiting it. I know my mom was delighted when she found out that the show was available at amiplus.ca, even though she has cable. She could watch me on TV, but she's like, oh, I like sewing and I like having you on in the background. Audio on AMI Plus is great. Greg, what I've noticed about the website, the ease of navigation, incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot smoother. Um, if you do have some vision, you'll notice that the screen is larger, so the player takes up the entire screen, which is fantastic. And of course, you, it's got the accessibility settings that the old website had. Uh, it's got the captions on there if you want them to. So, yeah, all around a great product. Uh, Greg, this this question, I, I hope I hope you don't feel like I'm doing some kind of corporate sabotage to you, but instinctively, I'm still firing off the words AMI.ca off my tongue quite frequently. What's happening to AMI.ca? What happens when I send someone there by mistake? Yeah, so you still end up there. And yeah, that's the biggest thing, right, is getting out of that habit. So if you go to AMI.ca, the website is still there. uh, But what happens is when you go and try to watch something on AMI.ca, you are redirected to AMI+. Plus. So you're given a warning. Well, it's not really a warning. It's more of a heads up (laughs) saying saying that you're going over to the new AMI+, and that the experience is going to be fantastic over there. So that's what we've been doing. And then eventually what's going to happen come the new year is that there will be no more um, video or visual content available on ami.ca and uh and that's where we get into the 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 next question i guess is what's going to happen to the website yeah what's going to happen to it it's uh, switching over to corporate, so you'd be able to go there to find out, you know, things like who we are and what we do, our vision and our mission. You'll be able to find out the latest information on careers at AMI, internships and apprenticeships. But it's more the corporate side, that behind the scenes, maybe less fun stuff. Uh, so we've just decided that it makes a lot more sense to have a content website, which is AMI Plus, and then the corporate website, which is AMI.ca. Yeah, if you have a disability and are at all interested in the media business, please check out our internship and apprenticeship opportunities. Uh, a lot of cool folks have come out of those programs uh, working all over the network right now. Uh, it's it's so cool. It's so incredible. If you have a disability and you're interested in the business, please, please, please check that out. AMI plus. Well, no, AMI.ca. See, I can't even do it, Greg. <laughs> AMI.ca. And if you want to check out the content, AMI plus.ca and just make sure to spell out the word plus P-L-U-S. Greg, let's talk about holiday TV specials and some of yeah. the classics here because 
tis the season. As much as I've yep. been uh, holding my body against the waves of holiday programming, it's fair to say as of mid-December, it's there. It's there, it's out there, and it's probably appropriate at this point. And there's a few classics. They're going to be hitting uh, CBC uh, this weekend. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, my personal favorite, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, Sunday, December the 10th on CBC. Greg, what's the key to the longevity of these kinds of programs? Yeah, and actually, I'm glad that you brought those up. I want to mention one more, that the Santa Claus Parade out of Toronto is going to be on CTV tomorrow night, uh, December the 9th at 7 p.m. So I wanted to make a note of that. But that falls right in with your question about these classics. For me, and I'm sure a lot of other people listening and watching today, it's all about those childhood memories. I mean, even though these three shows that you were specifically talking about and the parade, which is over 119 years old now, it's just all about tradition. And for me, even though they were created in the 60s, I grew up in the 70s, and so it was a Christmas staple to sit down in front of the television set. I think it was on CBS that these all had the rights to at the time, and now they've expanded. But Christmas for me were all of these classics, and I think that's what it is. I think they've just become a tradition, whether they're on cable television or, or streaming services. Christmas, to me, are these three titles. Yeah, I, I should clarify. When I say The Grinch is my favorite, I specifically am meaning the animated one from like yes. years ago. Jim Carrey, yeah. eh, good, solid performance. My niece loves uh -huh. it. There was a, there was another remake a couple of years ago. I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch who was doing the voice on it. My niece loved that one too, but I'm still OG. I'm OG. I, I like the original. For sure. Boris Karloff, you can't do any better than that. You literally can't do any better than that. Greg, there's only about four minutes left on the clock here. So for the sake of efficiency, let's talk a little bit about holiday and Christmas movies. Because something that I find really interesting right now is sort of the one lane of the classics, right? The White, <laughs> yeah. the white Christmases, uh, maybe, uh, maybe like Miracle on 34th Street. And then the deluge of the uh, like what I'll call the Hallmark holiday style film, yeah. and, and I, I watched. I listen. I'm 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 not immune to it. I watched Xmas on Amazon Prime a few weeks ago yeah. and thought it was quite funny. Really enjoyed yeah. it. It was it was a couple hours well spent. It's really interesting now to sort of see what I would call the new trend in holiday movie contrasted with the old school of holiday movie. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Elf is Elf. Uh, you know, this year. Elf celebrates its 20th anniversary as a film. So Shut it up. is actually, yeah, it is actually a, like, you could call that a classic um, Christmas movie now. But you're absolutely right. There's this deluge of the, the Hallmark Christmas movies, which have, no joke, been actually on the air since July, depending <laughs> on who your carrier is, uh, because they actually go with the advertising of Christmas in July. So I, I love them. I mean, as cheesy as they are, I love them because uh, you know what you're going to get. They've become the new comfort uh, for people during the holidays. Absolutely. And I love the fact that so many of them have been filmed like within a half an hour to an hour of my location here in the Ottawa Valley. So uh, I, I love them all. Yeah, there's one dropping uh, next weekend uh, that was filmed in the Ottawa area that my cousin was in. Uh, Greg, here's the plot line. A, uh, a local real estate developer trying to tear down a hockey arena and to save the arena, love forms and Christmas is saved. Oh, I've never heard that pitch before. It sounds so unique. I wonder if there will be a chaste kiss in the last few moments under some mistletoe, or probably at center ice. That would make more sense. I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to reveal about this, but as I've told you before, I have friends who work in the holiday yeah. in the holiday script writing uh, business. Do you know there's an actual uh, industry standard on when you're supposed to see the lead male protagonist with his shirt off? 
No, I didn't know that. Oh, that is so great. Yeah, there's a specific like minute range in the movie around story beats where the shirt's supposed to come off, which is brilliant. Which is brilliant. Like a totally yeah. when you talk about formulas and formulas at work, like they found one here. Absolutely, and you always had that kiss within the final moments. Those the the couple never kisses before the just before the credits roll. Greg, are you like are you are you kidding me? Are you serious that Elf is celebrating a 20 year anniversary yeah. this year? Come on, like yeah. that makes me feel so old. I know, me too. When CTV sent out the press release about it, I'm like, what? Are they punking me? I can't believe it's been 20 years. Yeah, it's incredible, but a great, great movie oh, for sure. That That's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was firing nothing but fire for about six years there, and Elf is yeah. certainly amongst that one. Hey, Greg, only about 20 seconds on this, but I kind of get the impression that uh, your lifestyle has led you into uh, already picking up a lot of these holiday movies. Uh, maybe sometime around uh, Remembrance Day, uh, you, were, you, were deep, you were deep in this. Oh, yeah, for sure, because it started even before um, before American Thanksgiving. I just want to mention really quickly that Hollywood Suite, which is a premium channel here in Canada, offers a free pre preview of their movies, 70s movies, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. They're available for free on cable, so check those out for the next month. Oh, um, sick. And, and, yeah, yeah, check that out. Love it's, it. It's Hollywood Suite's holiday present to us. Oh, there you go, a little gift. The gifts never stop being given. Greg, have a great day. You too, thanks. That is Greg David, communication specialist with AMI. That's all the time there is for the show today. Until Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern time, I'm Dave Brown reminding you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun like we do at the end of the week. Let's roll those credits, gang. Host, Dave Brown. Co-host producer, Alex Smythe. Sports reporter, Brock Richardson. Entertainment reporter, Laura Bain. Contributors, Ramia Mutin, Nisreen Abdel-Majid. Senior show producer, Andrika Delanero. Visual producer, Bruce Baclarian. Producers, Paul Daniel, Marianne Dion-Jones, Bob Pagrak. Production assistant, Kingsley Juco. DB producer, Mark Phoenix. Director, Anastasia Spalding-Stenhouse. Control room operators, Daniel Panamondo, Eliza Rocco, Parker Oxtoby, Caitlin Robinson. Operations Coordinator, Jordan Mulgrave. Manager of Operations, Kyle Harper. Manager of Live Productions, Paula Deneen. Director of Content Development, Kara Nye. Vice President of Programming, John Melville. President and CEO, David Arrington. Give us your feedback, 1-866-509-4545. Copyright 2023, Accessible Media Inc. NAMI Original Production. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.